Hello, and welcome to Get Well Soon, the show for teenagers who want to learn how to balance your mental and physical health so you can better reach your academic and personal goals. I'm Dale. I'm Cafe. I'm Liam. And today we're joined by Mr. Cronoyer, our school's principal, and he's going to tell us how we can we can learn to do hard things. All right. So as I'm saying, as I said, um, you can do hard things. That is the the slogan or motto for our school this year. And I wanted to hear from Mr. Cronoyer why he decided or why the school decided to make that the uh, slogan. Thanks, Dale. Thanks, guys, for having me. I really appreciate being here and having an opportunity to talk about the theme for the year. It's something that I believe really strongly about. Uh, every Just for a little background information, in every school where I've worked as an administrator, I've worked with the other people in the school to come up with a theme for every year. And we try to make it something, um, simple is not the right word, but something accessible for most people that can be generalized that almost everyone can kind of uh, use in their own way. And um, so I think we've really sh um, hit a home run with this one. Uh, we all can envision what it's like to do hard things. And I especially have seen, as I said in our class meetings at school, I've seen all of you guys do really hard things over the last couple of years. Um, being a remote learner, I don't know if you remember seeing me poking in and out of the classrooms. Um, I wasn't able to walk around the building while we were remote, so I um, was sort of um, stalking in the background on all of the Google Meets as your teachers had classes. And I got a really good idea of how difficult it would be. And I was also doing the same thing, right? We were having to have meetings about really important issues over Zoom. We usually use Zoom instead of Google Meets at the beginning, especially. Um, and it was a hard thing to do. And many of our students also had other burdens while they were at home. They had siblings that they had to care for um, because their parents were still going to work. Um, they were feeding siblings, uh, kind of running their households, and we got some real insight into all of that. So we know that you all can do hard things. And when we, when we came back, uh, learning to play school again was really hard for you guys. And um, I'll give you a really simplistic example or anecdote. Um, students were in the halls a lot, right? And they weren't in class. And that wasn't something that was existent in our school before. And uh, I'm glad to have this opportunity to clear up for some people who will listen um, what's behind us making sure that students are in class. I, I, I think sometimes students get the impression that um, we're just out there because it's like a rule, right? That you have to be in class and you need to pass and to be in the classroom. And really what it's about is um, doing a hard thing. And for a lot of kids coming back, that was kind of where the germ of the idea started with some of us who were who work at the school, the department leaders, Mr. Obenchain, Mr. Hardy, um, Mr. Paveo, and a few others, that we really empathized with students who were having, a tr having trouble staying in class. Um, it wasn't just about the following of a rule, but we saw a real change in uh, not just attention span, but the ability to persevere 45 minutes is not a long time. Um, you know, our class, most of our classes, unless it's long block, are 45 minutes. And that's not a long time to be able to sit and attend to something. But I think many students your age, many people of high school age and middle school age, lost that skill. Um, it just was a really difficult thing to do. So that's kind of where the, the germ of the idea started. Like, the, we knew that students weren't wandering just, you know, to be disrespectful or to somehow break rules. Um, but it was a hard thing to, to stay in class for a lot of kids. So that's kind of where the idea began. 
Um, and then we just sort of rolled with it. And we really, I guess, have faith in the fact that you all can do hard things. And those hard things are going to be different. So that simple example, I think, is going to take care of itself, right? People will build, rebuild that muscle. Students will rebuild that muscle to be able to persevere. Uh, we've talked a lot with our teachers to make sure they keep kids in class. But then there are so many other hard things that high school students have to do. Um, you know, juniors in high school, you know, you, you walk in and, you know, that junior year has that reputation and, and, and deservedly so, like, that, that's kind of the meat of your transcript. And most of our kids are going to college, right? So taking on some hard classes. And then the opposite side of the coin, oh, so that's a hard thing, just to finish the thought. You know, taking on those hard classes, um, doing all of that extra work, doing the extra reading, you know, working with other students uh, to make sure that, that, that you're learning at high levels, that you're prepared for AP tests, that you're pre prepared for benchmark tests, that you're doing well on assessments. Um, those are all really hard things to do. And we want to make sure that we're supporting all of you in doing that because that is, to take a quote from the video that I played, um, that is a meaningful pursuit in your life, learning and doing well and getting good grades and improving your GPA, getting into a good college for you um, are all really hard things. Then the flip side is taking care of yourself. Right, and which is why I really like um, the name of your show. Right, um, taking care of yourself is is a really hard thing for some kids to do because that meaningful pursuit in life starts to take over, and that's and for some students that can be all they're worried about. Right, I got to get that AP work done, and they forget to drink water, and they forget to move their bodies, and they forget to get enough sleep, or they put those things to the side. If they don't forget about them, they put them to the side. Um, so we want to make sure as we go through this year that we're talking about that as a hard thing to do as well. You know, they, that there's some balance and finding that balance can be tricky. So as students are, you know, trying, like, are challenging themselves more and trying to take care of themselves, how can they, like, um, how can they make sure that they're supported, like, throughout the journey? Because there's going to be some difficulties when it comes to making changes in their life or, or taking on new challenges. Right. I'd love to hear other people in the panel's uh, perspective on that, but um, for me, and I'd love to hear if you guys think this, this makes sense or would be helpful, you know, I talk a lot about our teachers because the faculty at our school, the teachers that you guys have, um, just as someone who's kind of been in a few places, is the best I've ever worked with. They care about you guys deeply, and I think some students uh, overlook the opportunity to really bond with their teachers. To really, and, and one of the best ways to bond with a teacher, because most people who get into our profession, education, um, are suckers for this, is to ask for help. You know, the magic words, can you please help me? And no teachers, you know, if you ask and you kind of open yourself up like that, um, and that could be with, you know, can you please help me could end with, uh, I have too much on my plate right now and I need an extension of the deadline. Or it could be, I need help right now because I don't understand the content. Is there anyone else in the class you can, you know, join me up with? It's really crushing it, that kind of thing. Um, and I think, and I'd love to hear your perspectives again. I think our teachers are really good at doing that when you ask. So I, th I would point to that as the number one. Hmm. Yeah, I would definitely agree that, especially with the quote um, or our slogan for the year, it, I think it kind of allows the student body to know that the teachers and the administration are there from them for them um, after having such a, a long period of disconnection not just from the school but from our peers and our teachers and administration but knowing that they care about where 
we're going and what we want to do, I think that's definitely beneficial. Yeah. Uh, I agree, and I can relate to this myself because in sophomore year, um, when I was struggling to like actually like, understand the content, like later in the year in chemistry class, um, Mr. Baveo, like I just talked to him and said, "Can you can you please help me? Can you please like give me more advice on how this material works?" Because it was confusing to me at the end of the year, and he really helped me because he gave me an extension on some work that I didn't turn in and that definitely helped my grade a lot. So I feel like just asking for help could be the difference between like getting a good grade or even getting a bad grade or just, you know, bonding with your teachers is good too. So I think that can also be a factor. That yeah, yeah, right. And even knowing the stuff, right? The, the grade is important too, but you want to know the material, right? You want to be able to have that access to that as you, as you go further in your educational career. You want to build on that. So I think that's important. Uh, Kefe, you said during your sophomore year, so that was when you were online? Yeah. So, so you went to, we had, um, I remember we had like Google Meets, um, like, and I, I can't remember exactly what they were called, but they were for extra help pretty much. So you were you utilizing that or you yeah. were using emails? Um, it was also through emails too. Like I also asked him through Google Meets, like, because he had those open as well. So here and there, I would go to them and I'd ask him like a few questions and that would open my mind to the material. So just those opportunities helped a lot. Yeah, I had a similar experience with, with chemistry in sophomore year because usually I, I'd never been the one to actually go get extra help. But for some reason, I guess online school kind of made it easier, I would say, hmm. to do it because it was, it was more, I guess, like in your face, I guess. Like hmm. they were saying, like the, the meet times were at this this time of the day and then I would just go like like hop in like all I have to do is click a button you know like in, in school you have to like go to the teacher's room you know maybe they're busy you know but it's, it was it was somewhat easier uh, online and then I think I kind of took that 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 skill of starting to ask for help and I kind of brought that into to my next year so I think that was it's definitely it was definitely something that like getting help and communicating with my teachers like as a kid, like I'm like more timid and shy, so it hasn't been something that I was used to, but it definitely has helped a lot when it comes to understanding these things. Yeah. The material. What's it called? Keyboard bravery, right? When you're behind a keyboard, you can be a little more brave when you don't have to see someone face-to-face. Uh, -face. And I think that really helped a lot of kids. And what we're seeing is that those avenues for contacting teachers have continued even now that we're in person. Teachers are saying that you know students are using email a little bit more even now than before. So hopefully that was a little silver lining of it being online so much yeah uh, I do also want to say um, at the beginning you asked I think the, the, the original question you asked was um, you know how can you teach us how to do hard things and it's a good question and I would push back maybe a little bit to say that um, I think a lot of you have the answers too that you can share with one another um, there's a wellness Lego at school run by Miss Brown um, one of our school counselors and um, we're working with them right now one of our senior students came in yesterday and talked about the fact that this is actually suicide awareness month um, and so linking him up with the wellness Lego group the wellness club um, to start to share information student to student as well and I think that's one of the real strengths of our school that we do I think in a lot of ways and we could probably do more of it right but um, that we leverage 
the knowledge that you guys have. There, you know, some of you have some skill. Well, I mean, look at right here. We're sitting in in a studio, and you guys have taken this on yourselves. Um, you know, there are so many cool things that kids know that they can share with one another. And I think in in terms of coping strategies and success strategies, you all could probably teach one another way more than the adults could could, could teach you. So um, we're gonna, as a result of that student coming forward, we're going to um, look at other ways that students can share their strategies. Yeah. yeah so so we we're, we're the the wellness club, uh, and. Um, you are the wellness club. Yeah, we are. I did not know that. Oh, so we actually um, started. So I, we joined the the wellness club in, in junior year, and then we started the podcast at the school uh, during during uh, the wellness club, and then we were just talking about like being students and things oh, like that. Fantastic. And then, like the name Get Well Soon is is just so that, like the idea that we as students we can there can be a balance. You know, it doesn't have to be. You know, we're sacrificing our health to to get the work done. That we can actually achieve that balance and, and, and be happier and, and healthier and more efficient and as you said like like we can learn from each other I'm hoping that ha now having you here mm -hmm. we can we can work together and figure out you know what what topics need to be addressed and and how we can learn from other students in the school as well and 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 just like have more education in that in that area of that's mental great health. so that's pretty much the point of this podcast so yeah thank you for coming on here yeah no of course that's, that's a, thanks for making the connection for me I didn't know so um, I guess I like so I, I guess going back on on like you can do hard things I, I kind of want to ask like Kefe and, and Liam how, how have you guys I know you guys are taking like more advanced classes this year like Kefe and, tell, Kefe and Liam you guys told me about that so how, how have you guys been kind of managing the increased difficulty well, so far this year, um, I've been like contacting guidance with like because I'm trying to start an SIE um, like based on financial management and stocks because that's eventually what I want to go into. So I've been trying to take more opportunity and like take advantage of it. And on top of that, in AP stats, like I've been trying to understand the info, and if I don't, then even if I don't ask the teacher in that class, maybe I ask after. And also, like, I think like this past week during free period, I went on YouTube and I did a couple of examples like on like something about shape, center and spread because it was something that I didn't understand at first completely. So I think like just using YouTube as well can be like a good resource and that can help if you're struggling with something and just asking teachers, of course. For for me, um, I'm taking AP Calc, and me and most of the students in the class came together and made like a study group. So over the summer, we got together and did the summer work together, and we all were teaching each other the things that we understood, but others may not have understood to the same extent. And that definitely helped us out a lot, because coming into the year, we already knew way more than was expected of us for the summer work. And we didn't have as much questions for the teacher because we had figured it out on our own, which I think is maybe even more valuable to us because we we learned those skills of of reaching out yourself and creating a group yourself rather than asking a teacher a question, which is also very helpful. But those skills will be needed later on in life when you maybe won't have a person to go to or won't have um, such a... I don't know what the word is, but like when you won't have as much time to 
to come up with those kind of things, if that makes sense. So finding support from not only your teachers, but also uh, the, your fellow classmates as well yeah. is, is how you're able to kind of uh, work on t facing these hard, these hard classes. Mm. Nice. Have you found that that helps in, in the classroom chemistry in that class now that it's begun? Absolutely, because yeah. we were able to ask questions and we're comfortable asking questions to each other. Mm -hmm. And maybe if someone doesn't want to ask a question to the teacher, um, they can just ask it to our, our little group and we've got them covered. Mm. So uh, what's another uh, idea of the, um, like you can do hard things is also like taking care of yourself. So how, how have you guys kind of been uh, doing that either over the summer or, or working on that now? And how do you think that's helping you? I could start off um, with me. I've actually gotten into meditation. It was actually the, um, the book that I've, I read for summer reading. It was a meditation book called The Power of Now. And it's been um, about uh, like teaching, teaching how to be like present, how to be mindful. And especially in a place like school, like with a lot of stress, I find, I find meditation a very important practice in, in my success recently because it's really allowed me to kind of focus more on, on taking action because when you're always like in your thoughts or in, in your head about the stress or, or deadlines, you're not able to really to figure out what the next step is. And, and, mm. and despite like whatever you have going on right now, that next step is always like the most important thing because that's what you can do about it, you know? So med meditation for me has been uh, pretty much like life-changing, kind of just changing my whole perspective on school and, and everything else that I've done. It's a fantastic book, and I would suggest um, if you're an audiobook person, person's voice is amazing um, on that audiobook. Mm. Uh, so uh, we have this, we had this book club um, in junior year, right? Um, so basically at the end of the year, we made goals for ourselves like for summer and basically how we're going to make progress. And like there was some stuff that I was putting off, like especially when it came to like, because the previous year it was easy to put off summer reading. Um, so I tried to avoid that by reading around 20 pages a day. And I eventually got the summer reading done in around a month or so. And also, um, that Google Calendar, I felt like it made me more organized and it gave me more of a direction rather than just being scattered and all over the place. And that also helped me like put some stuff into perspective, like when it came to also driving as well and putting that off from like sophomore year when I could have done that earlier. So I feel like like practicing and consistently having those habits and that planning could just make the entire difference. Yeah, some people go to extremes and they micro schedule, right? They schedule out every moment. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have a schedule at all. They can kind of just keep up. Um, so finding what works for you is, is really important. Mm. Did you find yourself reading more than 20 pages most times? Uh, or sometimes? Sometimes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here and there. Like if the one, of book, one part of the book is interesting, then yeah, I would read more. Right. But not all the time. Yeah, my daughter tried to do 15 pages a day. And she really turned out loving the book, and, and that goal didn't even make any sense anymore because every time she'd pick it up, she'd do, you know, way more than 15 pages. Mm. Yeah, it's funny how the mind works, right? Yeah. Just, Just getting, getting yeah. started is the hard part. I agree, yeah. That, that motivation is sometimes like a, 
a pretty challenging hill to get over, but once you make it to the top, you realize how how much easier things can be. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you're mentioning Google uh, Calendar. Um, it, with our school, we since we use Google Classroom, a lot of the um, our assignments are actually built into Google Calendar. So if you actually go in there, it kind of like already has that set up for you. So if anyone's watching it, and you could, like Google Calendar is a great um, way, as, as Kefe's saying, like put it into perspective and also kind of get you um, started a little bit. And you can set reminders for yourself mm -hmm. and turn on your notifications too. It'll give you like if you can do 24 hours before, so it kind of reminds you to, to get the work done as well. Yeah, so I think, uh, I guess a future topic for, the, for this podcast would be uh, figuring out some of these study habits that, that students can use because uh, I remember being in online school and not, ha and not utilizing a, a very, like a schedule or, or not keep myself on target kind of made it really difficult to get in uh, the deadlines. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think like build, building those habits, those good study habits and, and planning is a, a key part in being a successful student. All right, so I think I have a, the final question now. So we learn about, you know, all the different ways and strategies we can deal with harder things, but why do you think, why do you guys think that it's important to challenge yourself as well, a student? I would say, yeah. So I use the imagery of muscle, right? Building, building muscles, um, you know, just like when we work out, um, you know, uh, for those people who have worked out before, especially with weight training, it's a little bit, um, it's not really, it, it doesn't make sense at first, but the only way to really make gains is to fail, right? Um, and and it's, it doesn't make sense in the brain until you've started to do it a bunch. And the more you fail, the stronger your muscles get. Um, so again, going back to the video, the Carol Lawson video, um, it was interesting, you know, she was trying to motivate her college basketball team. And it could have backfired when she said, you know, what do you think we're going to do when you start to handle hard things better? We're going to make them harder, um, which kind of seems a little sadistic to say in the moment. But um, I think her point is that building up in small increments is what makes us more capable and allows us to get um, to be more successful. Um, so I, I think that's a big part of it. By challenging yourself, you're, you're making yourself more able Mm -hmm. to meet harder and harder challenges and that is what's going to happen um, you know there's there's no two ways about it as you grow as you get to college and um, then in a career and as she mentioned in the video building a family all those things are super hard so you got to build those those muscles of resilience um, stick-to-itiveness and and make yourself um, someone who's got more drive mm -hmm. that's my two cents yeah yeah, I think I think when you when you challenge yourself, like you also learn more about yourself too. Like you're able to see where your abilities are and and notice like what you need to improve. And you you also like improve like like while doing a challenge as well. But I think if you if you like kind of never challenge yourself, you never, I guess you wouldn't have like that motivation to kind of improve. But also, like you'll just keep dealing with the same difficulties that that you are dealing with, and and maybe not even knowing that it, it could be easier if you were to, to like improve on it, I guess. And that's kind of like why I created this podcast, really trying to figure out how we can build, improve ourselves so we can take on these challenges. And it, it, it will be, it's, it's going to be hard to improve, hard to build better habits, hard to do these things because we're not used to them, but I definitely feel like it's worth it. Um, and also going back to what Mr. Conoyer said about the Carol Lawson video, I remember that she was saying like, 
it's only going to get harder and it's never going to get easier. So basically she was also talking about like how people who were waiting for things to get easier, like they were basically like sit, staying at the bus stop or something like that. So like, I, I think like also trying hard things is important because it prepares you for the future as well, especially like when we're going to college in like less than a year from now, like we're going to have to be able to balance out life and out life outside of school. So I also think like trying hard things could be preparatory for the future and it can prepare you to have a good career as well. Hmm. Well, um, thank you, Mr. Kanoi, for coming on and having this great conversation with us. Um, everyone who's, who, who's listening and watching, uh, thank you. And I hope we, you uh, gain something. And um, I'm Dale. I'm Cafe. I'm Liam. And we hope you get well soon.